Welcome back to the best paintball podcast on the internet. I am your host, Sean Witcher, with my co-host, Luke Bowles. How are you? That was a bit of a dig there, wasn't it? Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I was thinking earlier, I was driving home, I was getting ready for this, and I thought, our intro is the same every time. I just thought, we may as well just copy and paste it. So I thought, if I change it and get a bit of a controversy going at the start, it makes the rest of the podcast a bit easier, doesn't it? Oh, okay. You're starting more <laughs> beef then. Oh, I yes, don't like yes. this. I like it. I'm, Good I cop, am bad nothing, cop, Anyone that does any content in in terms of a podcast, it's all Luke's I'm, ideas. I'm nothing to do with this. I'm completely innocent. Please do not take it out on Luke me. Just, that Sean Luke sends said me something. notes. He sends me notes going, make sure you <laughs> say this and this and this. And then, but you take all the blame for it because... You know, right okay guy. i see how it goes anyway let's swiftly move on yeah. from that we have before we start with too much beef we have a guest we do. we're not on our own it's nice no you you, you guys are in for a treat you. You, yeah, you don't have to listen to us anymore <laughs> <laughs> we got a great guest on today yes 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 <laughs> i will let you introduce him sean <laughs> we have the jt selling god the man that owns all the gear <laughs> Um, and we can see in his webcam that he owns all the gear. We have James <laughs> Matthews. How are you? <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Uh, how are you guys? Very good. Good, 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 good. Let's, let's, uh, let's address it, first of all. You sell a lot of stuff, don't you? And you, well, not sell, you have a lot of stuff, a big arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got, yeah, I mean, you know, like I, I couldn't even tell you how many guns I own. It's yeah. probably upwards, upwards of 30, maybe more than 40. Um, is it an addiction then, at this point? Uh, it's probably more of a problem. <laughs> gone past, forward, right? gone past addiction. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, you know, 30, 40 guns. There's probably like 100 J- uh, jerseys on that rack. Uh, JT's easily 30 different sets or something stupid right. like that. that um, yeah, and then, and then everything else... <laughs> you know um like there's there's also all the kit that like you know i'm not selling which is just yeah. in the pod bags behind me and stuff um uh, which is there to be given away when i find someone who needs it <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but um I, I think in recent years i've probably started selling a lot less um when i was starting out paintballing i would i used to sell you know like you you buy something take something you want yeah. out of it and then you sell the rest to then pay for yeah. the weekend paint or whatever so yeah that's right well we're uh we will we'll come back to all of that let's start with the normal the normal start let's go with where you're from what you do and how you got into paintball sure sure um so i'm actually in kent now Uh, i used to live in west sussex um i'm a civil servant i work for the government uh don't worry, I don't do anything top secret. I just do like <laughs> I do like reporting and systems admin. It's nothing, nothing special. Um, and how do I get into paintball? Um, so um, I was on eBay, you know, as as some people are, you know, just browsing through stuff. Um, I think I must have seen a paintball gun somewhere, and I thought, oh, you know, maybe that'd be fun to see how much they how much they are, how much you can get one for second hand. Um, and you know, on eBay, they don't really allow paintball gun sales, but you know as you do you find someone who's actually selling one and yeah um i think to memory it was about 130 pound it was a tipman 98 came with like oh, some basic goggles um this that, and the other and i said you know go to my dad, dad can i just buy something on your paypal account please 
And he's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Just give me the money. So he doesn't know. He doesn't at this point. He doesn't know what I bought. Um, he's, you know, I've just, I've just handed over some money, you know, and um, uh, just, you know, purchased it, and it's come in the mail. Now at this point, I was like fifteen, um, so obviously that's why I don't have like a PayPal account or anything like that. And um, it sort of turned up, and we've got it, and it come with like this big sort of CO two tank, but you know, being very new to it, not understanding what we've got is, you know, you know, I just thought it was cool and I'd sort of figure it all out along the way. Um, I, I ended up um, going on, like, I think it was like on, there was a forum called Walk On Zone back in the day. It had a sort of a for sale section um, and I ended up buying like a, a sparklet adapter. So what it was, okay. you'd, screw, you'd, you'd screw this into the ASA, get like your sort of soda stream, co2 spark clip put that inside um and then sort of screw it into the into the asa the uh co2 would release into the gun uh, and you could shoot it yeah. now obviously with these spark clips they're not you, you can't reseal them so you know i was buying like these 50p spark clips or whatever and you know just messing around in the garden dad comes out he's like, oh what's this you know this this looks really fun uh, can, <laughs> can i have a go um and you know he sort of shoots it and you know, a couple of my mates are playing around with it as well. Uh, fast forward, maybe like a month and sort of, I've been looking online. I can see Holmbush Paintball. They do these things called walk-ons, which is like an own gunner event. And um, dad says, do you, want, do you want to go to this? I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to. Um, it's like 50 pound. And he said, well, I'll pay for that. That's fine. And I'll take you and come get you when you're done. Um, and sort of thinking back when I was 15, you know, 50 pound was a lot of money. You know, especially yeah, like, definitely. if you're going to do something as a one-off. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of went went along with uh, my two mates. Um, it's quite a busy day. Didn't I didn't really understand what I was supposed to be doing. Do you know what I mean? Like you sort of <laughs> go out in some camos, shoot towards where you think the, the baddies are. And, um, you know, I, I, I had a blast, right? Because you're pulling the trigger, something's coming out of the gun and... I probably didn't hit anything. Probably just hit some trees. Um, Spray. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you know, sort of, that picked me up. Said, you know, how'd you find it? How was it? I was like, yeah, it was really good, great. Um, and then sort of the next step on, he says, would well, you want to get another gun? You know, do you want to sort of get an upgrade on what you got? Um, so again, being like completely like new and not understanding what's what and you know like a tip 98 is it's just a mechanical gun it's yeah you know, it's really slow yeah. it's like a, it's basically what like year are we gun. out here sorry this what? would be 2007 okay cool yeah um so i then say oh well I've, i'd like the next one up which was the a5 at the time and it sort of came with like a like a paddle hopper that was attached to the side and all yeah yeah gas, um powered and all that so it was great right um i think i got that or my dad got me that i slapped an e-grip on it um and you'd I'd add like some auto response mode so it'd do like two shots per trigger pull or something you know probably not allowed but you know it, it, <laughs> it, 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 looked, it, looked, it looked cool and sounded cool right um and yeah yeah so then again next month i went again um i think then after that we branched out found campaign paintball um so i started going there as well um and it sort of got to a point i think when i sort of you know i was going kind of maybe once a month um on my dad's money and then i was like right well i need to <laughs> find a job 
Um, <laughs> so I found a part-time job where my one of my friends worked. He worked in the local butchers. So I'd go there on like a Saturday and like clean up and, you know, it was absolutely atrocious, um, you know, physical labor. The normal first job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that was good because it meant, you know, I could now pay for my own days, but I also had money to, um, you know, buy a new kit. And so that was probably, I think that was May 2007. Then at about Christmas time, um, I mean, Christmas, yeah, I think I got another job um, at a, at a uh, local pub, just like cleaning up pots and pans or whatever. It's like, like £3.50 an hour or something silly. <laughs> um, but they also did tips. And the tips were brilliant because you would get a share of them, even though you weren't like waiting staff. I was just doing like pot washing. Um, and that was a little bit more money. And it was great, you know, so it was kind of all building up. Um, and I think that's when I went and bought an ion, a smart parts ion. Okay, guess, yeah. If you guys remember those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like, you know, it was like a really budget electro marker, but it was fast. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, you know, then, and at that point, <laughs> I, I, I was starting to like click a little bit more about how the game would be played, you know, how you play the game properly. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're not long after that. I got an Ego 6. Uh, so we're sort of in 2000, we'd be late. Yeah, it must have been sort of end of 2007, 2008. Um, I pick up an Ego 6 and, you know, it's like just night and day difference. You know, it's, yeah. it's fast, it's light, it's amazing. It's built well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, and then I think we got, so at the same sort of time, my brother, um, I sort of said to him, look, well, I've got all this spare kit, like, you, you're going to come down. He'd just turned 12. Um do you guys or do you guys know who my brother is? I don't no. think I do. Matthews. Last name's like is Matthews, yeah, it's not Matthews, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthews. You play him in the CPPS. What in what division? One. Uh what uh what team? Russia's. I know I think I know who it is. Oh no, I I can't remember his name. It's so bad. They're gonna hate us for this. They're gonna put it on us even more. (laughs) Oh no. Who is it? Because Luke's not gonna get it. He plays through the center, doesn't he? Usually. (laughs) Yeah, he he he's he's a really relaxed player. It's really annoying because he's so hard to shoot. I know who it is. I just it's there. You you can picture you can picture him, can't you? Yep, I can picture him right now. In the all black. Yep. (laughs) Ninja. Yep, he's always got a fag on or something like that as well. (laughs) I'm pretty sure of it. And I'm like, I love this. Okay, I'll I'll put you out your mouth. I'll put you out your mouth. Yeah, please. please. It's Ed Ed Matthews. That's my brother. Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I recognise the name now. Yeah. Um, You know, he's, what is he, four years younger than me, probably about half my size. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah um you know miles better player than i am you know he's playing d1 right um but um yeah so it was his 12th birthday literally the day after christmas in 2007 so 2008 i dragged him down to walk on um and we just sort of you know go and play I, i'm pretty sure he hated it um <laughs> but i kept sort of pushing him to come along with me you know because you know go hang out with your brother that's kind of cool kind of fun um and then we joined a local team called gbh uh well it wasn't actually gbh at the time it was called something else um and then we started <laughs> then it sort of changed and it sort of all grew and we had like sub hair scenario 
uh, bit of woodland stuff. Everything was going on there. Um, and we started playing um, in a league called the NSPL. And we started in this thing called King of the Hill towards the latter part of 2008, I think. Okay. Um, and King of the Hill was like the very, it's probably like your break in, break out division at CPPS. Um, except this was sort of, sort of like, um, we never really had like proper field layouts or anything. It was just, they'd throw bunks on the field. They, it would be mirrored, but it wouldn't necessarily be a proper layout, you know, because I think, you know, at the time it was, you, you're playing five man. So it was like, yeah, you yeah. play yeah, one, yeah. one, one point of paintball. If you won it, you won that game. You won all the points. Great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we were playing that. And then uh, this, the 2009, we then started playing NSPL Div 4. Again, that was just standard five man. Um, and I think we, we won that series in D4. Then the second year, we won the series in D3. And then, so that's 2009, 2010, 2011, <laughs> um, Ed got picked up by Shock 2. And I went to play for London Relentless 2. Um, and I think, you know, I, in, in those sort of, in those years, I mean, a lot of, uh, it's, you know, 2011's, uh, you know, it's, what is that, 10 years ago now? <laughs> yeah, it's um, so long ago, isn't it? It's yeah, really weird. Think, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, what was I? I would have been like 19 at this point. And, uh, you know, I've just got a proper job as well, uh, or, well, an apprenticeship, uh, which then led to a proper job. But, um, yes, yeah, so I was playing for Relentless. I think I was there for two years um and then i sort of got a bit burnt out um you know i was going up to Bricketwood every week or well most weekends um yeah. i think we were playing the winter series or the or whatever series that was being put on at Bricketwood. um and we did uh, london millenniums so in the, so the first millennium we did i think we took fifth place in whatever the probably the lowest division was um but, still you know, good. It's, it's, it's still some competition right yeah um and then 2012 ed i think he came and played for relentless too um and we took fourth in the at the campaign cup um that was a dreadful event and ed, ed will recall the three for one penalty i got for wiping uh, <laughs> I, still, I, I, I still maintain that i wasn't wiping the paint came in at me i you know you know when you sort of squirrel up to your bunker the full temple and then you sort of yeah i, I sort of pulled myself down and the <laughs> ref thought i was cheating so fair enough you know that's how i saw it um and i think we went on to get fourth that event um so that was all right you know it's a bit fun it's an so improvement then, yeah yeah it's good right um i mean i think i think i think ed was ed was the improvement there he'd done, <laughs> he'd done the previous year in shock two in d1 yeah so you know he, he's already sort of up here while i'm still down here <laughs> um and then i think ed took a little bit of time out after 2012 and he i think he went to learn to drive um but this isn't the ed, the ed show you know it's about me <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah don't um, shine the light too much on him you gotta play him in the next round i expect it's 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 <laughs> It's always a lot easier to talk about someone else than it is yourself. Yeah, um, that's very selfish. Come on. Yeah. Um, and then sort of 20, so 2013, I think I, I was maybe doing like some war cons and stuff. And then I, or they brought out this league called the UWL, which is the ultimate Woodsville League, right? Um, okay. It was a thing from America. Um, there's a promoter over here trying to sort of bring it in. And the ultimate Woodsville League, basically there'd be like lots of different flags on the field. Okay. Um, and you would have to sort of, gain territory like yeah. there was a sort of like red or blue flags that you could pull one up and one would go up and the, and the other would go down or whatever um 
And then if you pushed, the, if you shot enough of the team back and you were far enough up the field, they would reset the field. Everyone would respawn in um, and sort of the game would commence again. Obviously, you've got a lot more points because you've pushed up the field. Um, ah, right. Okay, yeah. But it's quite a, it was quite a complicated game. Yeah. Because <laughs> all you, because, you know, essentially what the people want to do when they play paintball, they want to shoot each other. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I sort of, and I wanted to play this, and just by sort of like happy coincidence, I ran into Dave Simpson. Um, I don't know if you guys have sort of recognised the name. He yeah, basically yeah. owns, he owns ECI. He plays for the Rushers in like ten man and stuff. Um, and I sort of ran into Dave, and he'd, he'd got a few of the sort of the original core ECI guys down for walk on with a view to doing this UWL. And so I saw him in the safe zone. and said, Dave, because um, I'd, I'd met him once previously, um, and I said, Dave, look, if I know you've got your guys here, but if you've got a spot for the UWR campaign. Um, I'd love a spot, you know, I'll, I'll be the sixth guy or whatever. Um, and then sort of from that point, you know, I sort of started playing um, within the sort of the ECI camp. Um, you know, it was, and it was, it was interesting. Like I so, said, like Dave ran the show like really differently to sort of everything that I'd been uh, sort of what I'd experienced before, you know, so we you know, everyone turned up. He gave every player like a two XL long sleeve T-shirt, screen printed <laughs> with the ECI logo on it, um, and just said, "Right, guys, this is what we're wearing today." Um, you know, like it was baggy as anything. Um, <laughs> Easy, you know, but on. just, but you know, just, just you know, like to make everyone look like a team. And, it was yeah, and yeah. I think, and I think we took second place at that. Um, and I actually, I got quite a lot of game time out of it. To be fair. Um, so it was really, really enjoyable. Um, and then I think we went on to do two more that year. Um, and then this is sort of where things sort of, uh, I guess, they sort of branch out, you know. So the guys who came back to ECI then said, right, well, we want to be doing SUP Air. Um, and the only thing in the UK at the time and now really is it was the CPPS. That was the yeah. that was the biggest thing, um, you know. So I think we went into maybe the... Or maybe I think we did maybe like one or two events towards the end of 2013. Um, in like okay. D1 or D1 or D2. Um, and then sort of the year after that, we went in sort of D1. And I think that's, I think they maybe had like that was when they brought the promotion relegation thing in for like up to elite. So I think we did two events in D1, then we are up to elite. And then once we did go up to elite, that was it. I was done. Um, I, <laughs> I, I just could I just couldn't hack it. Like, um, sort of turning off the brake and then you're like just getting shot it's not it's, it's not enjoyable right um yeah so i was sort of, i was sort of done um and but that was that was fine like I, I sort of accepted like that was my sort of shortcomings because i'm you know i'm just getting older and was getting fatter to be fair um <laughs> but on the, sort of like on the sort of the same sort of parallel track to that um dave and twiz You'll you'll know Twiz. Yeah, no Twiz. Um, yeah. Couple of arguments with Twiz had... before. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Twiz rage. Um, yeah, gotta love it. We had uh, the, like Dave. Dave was like, you know, why isn't anyone playing sort of like an old school woods ball style event? You know, like just like bit seven man, end to end flags, whatever in the woods. Um, and he put on with Twiz what was the precursor to the UK Woodland Masters. Um, okay. So we had sort of like, I think it was seven teams down at Holmbush, um, seven man, um, I think it was uncapped semi. And it was literally just a day like it brought a lot of people out of retirement. Um, I looked back through the photos the other night 
just because I knew we were going to talk <laughs> about this. And like literally, no team on that day had like all matching jerseys. Um, oh really? <laughs> like everybody had like different things on. Like some people <laughs> obviously had their old sort of old school camera, like the Renegades. Some people had those. Yeah. Some people didn't. Um, some of the players had like like normal jerseys. Um, looking through it, I found a picture of Darren from the Turks. Um, you know, he had like a I don't know, like um sort of like an army BDU. Um, <laughs> you know, like um, was yeah, it chocolate no. chip camo style thing on? Right? Yeah. And it's not yeah. it's not a pain it's not a painful top. But obviously, off the back of hearing or off the back of sort of committing to play this this sort of one off event, um, he's gone out and bought this. Um, as have like a few more of his team, just to have something camo to yeah, be yeah. in the woods, right? Um, and then you know that that event was really well received, um, and I think Dave's idea behind it was like he, you know, he'd do it as like a proof of concept. Other people would pick up the gauntlet and say, right, we're gonna we're going to put on some of these events. It didn't happen. So <laughs> you've now, so you've now got all these people who have come out of retirement to play in the woods, but there's nowhere for them to play. So, you know, yeah. it's sort of on a twiz and Dave, like, come on guys, you've got us back out. You can't leave us sort of high and dry here. Um, so then I think, yeah, it would have been maybe we're in 2014 now. Um, and we've sort of gone, you know, we've tried a couple of different sites and that um, run a couple of events and people are really enjoying it. And then I think maybe the last event that we did seven man, we were quite thin on the ground for players. Um, I think at the time getting seven guys together to play woodland paintball was quite difficult. Um, you know, I think it was like four teams and they didn't all have seven players. Right. Um, Jesus. The, the I mean, I remember like I was hopping on, Dave was hopping on, Twiz was sort <laughs> of like everywhere as well. We had a few other people just like, you know, it was quite friendly. You know, everyone was just sort of playing for whatever team they could. And, you know, it was, we were, doing the sort of the end of the day presentation and people are like, well, well, look, why don't we move it down to five man? Because then some of these teams can put two teams in because yeah. got, like, some teams had t- 10 players or whatever. <laughs> so that's where it sort of became a five man event. And Dave sort of said, right, well, we've kind of now got to legitimize this, turn it into a proper business because, you know, it's, it, it's becoming something, you know, it's growing um, and it's, you know, it's just getting a lot bigger. So for, the guys who were still on ECI doing the sort of the D1 elite thing, um, they would be refing the events or they, they would ref some events and that would sort of bring in some income to pay for painted entry, right? Um, which is quite cool, you know, it's a good thing yeah. to do. You know, you're sort of supporting paintball over here and then, you know, playing over there. Playing over there. It's like, it's great. I don't know why I'm making the hand gestures. Like, no one's going to see this. Um, <laughs> we understand. Don't worry. <laughs> so nobody can see it anyway. So don't worry. Yeah, it's all good. Um, but then, you know, as things sort of got, but yeah, I think we were running sort of like five and 10. So, five, so it would have been, we would have had a 10 team event. And then the next one would have been 15 teams. And then sort of, you know, momentum's, momentum sort of gaining. Yeah. Um, and then I think maybe the last event of the year was at 20 teams. Um, and it sold out within like 48 hours. Like everyone Jeez, had put money, yeah. put money down um, because they all want, all these people wanted to come and play. Um, and it wasn't all old school teams either. Um, we had, um, uh, there, was sort of a, there, was, there was a couple of sort of new teams. I think they're like, what, what I would say is transitioning from walk on to something competitive. Um, and they, you know, they really enjoyed it. I think they sort of stuck with it for a couple of seasons and then they found stuff here. Um, which is fine, you know, that, you know, it's, it's kept them in paintball, you know, yeah. it's given them a sort of a, a foothold to, you know, get better and 
understand sort of how competitive paintball works. Um, and I guess sort of throughout the years, we've had like obviously new teams sort of form at walk-ons, you know, they've come, um, we've had sub-air teams uh, or players from sub-air teams want to come into the woods. Um, but we've also had woodland teams like, you know, they, they step out of the woods and go and play sub-air. Um, so you guys will know who the underdogs are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, the underdogs. Um, yeah. So you know they were. I, th I think they were started to play. They were they started as a team to play the Woodland Masters. I think, um, and then they started getting a bit more competitive, um, and then they went to play up air. I'm yeah. pretty sure they went. I'm pretty sure they went woods and up air. It might have been the other way around, but you know, in this sort of this, you know, I'm sort of merging all the years together now. We started <laughs> at uncapped semi, but the problem we were getting was um, people were you know like oh that gun's ramping this gun's doing that this gun isn't at you know the cap or whatever so we, yeah. we moved it to, we moved it to nxl mode because that's easily policeable you know everyone's on a sort of a level playing field great right um and i guess like for sub air teams it's a great thing because it means that they can just literally get the gun out of their bag get their cs2 gun play in the woods um they don't necessarily have to take it seriously um but they can have a have a day shooting paintball yeah, yeah. straight they definitely straight into it yeah yeah um and yeah i mean this is kind of i guess we're sort of thinking sort of further along the, the years um woodland masters uh we went we, we tried doing it at different sites it didn't really pan out the way we wanted it so we brought it all sort of back in-house at holmbush um okay. because that meant that basically if it was at holmbush we could keep control of basically everything like you know right, is this field up to scratch yes it is no it isn't what we're going to do to change it what we're going to do to improve it um and sort of in 2018 i think uh, me and dave before every event we would take a day off work like you know we would go you know take a holiday day um yep. he'd Sick come pick me then. up <laughs> there's a couple you knew there were hey <laughs> hey look if my employers every friday it was always holiday it was always holiday <laughs> um we would you know we'd go down to holmbush uh we'd say right what we what we're we planning to do what field did somebody like or did somebody not like you know what bunker could you move or could we put like a whole row of bunkers in um i think we worked out we could knock up half a field like this is like wooden wooden bunkers right so moving yeah big lo big logs um, and bashing stakes into the ground um you know we i think between the two of us uh i mean twiz would sometimes be there but i think he had a lot more work commitments than we did or maybe that's that's like what he says yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe, do it, I'll shoot on it. <laughs> maybe he didn't like the heavy lifting um, i'll take the glory <laughs> but um yeah, so he, you know, so, we, so we, we'd sort of put in these bunkers, you know, and like I say, we'd spend, you know, we could spend half day knocking up half a field. Great. Um, and that was what 2018 consisted of. And then, you know, I think 2019, we, I think we did sort of the same thing. Um, and then it was getting towards the end of that. Dave said, Look, I've got more personal commitments with work and all of this stuff. So I've got to take a step back, which, yeah. you know, for me, for me and Twiz, it's sort of like, okay, so now there's two. Uh, I mean, Dave, Dave's great, right? If I ever need to get hold of him, he's always on the end of the phone. So it's not a problem in that respect. But from going from three bodies to two, when you're trying to, if you are trying to knock up a field or you're trying to like improve something, you know, it's always easier with more bodies. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, definitely. But, you know, Dave had to take a step away. So I sort of absorbed his roles and responsibilities <laughs> um, within the Woodland Masters, um, 
which you know it's fine you know it's it, it, we had to just keep things me and twist you know we so we you know we had to keep things going because you know there's a lot of players really enjoy what we do um yeah and it's a great sort of platform for people just to you know if they just want to like test the waters or you know even just bring a whole new team um into into sort of woods ball um and it's great um you know I, I think now you know we're seeing there's a lot more diversity in the game, which isn't actually a bad thing. Like, I really enjoy, you know, I enjoy playing with the masters because that's like, you know, 10.5, you know, it's easy, five players on the field. Great. Um, but I also, I also really enjoy playing um, like classic paintball. So I okay. think I did, so I think it was 2019. I did um, the skirmish hyperball with the rushes. Um, that was really good. You know, I remember that. Yep. Um, yeah. That, that, that was great. And then my most recent recent outing with them was the warped ECPL 10 man. Um, and that again was really good. Um, you know, what I like about classic paintball is a mechanical gun has no BPS cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as you've, if you've tricked out the trigger well enough, um, great. <laughs> and it's really fast. Um, you know, um, and, you know, there's no sort of like paint limit or anything. So going out with like nine pods on my back, Great. <laughs> uh, so, so you feel invincible, I bet, don't you? <laughs> Having that well, much paint on your back. Well, yeah, probably because I'm at the back of the field, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not doing what uh, what Ed's doing, you know, going up and uh, looking for the holes in the in the other team's sort of uh, back line, <laughs> <laughs> going um, through the gaps. Mm. But you know, it's 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 great to have sort of you know other promoters coming out to do stuff. Because you know, it gives me it gives me more opportunity to play, right? Um, you know, like I'm realistically, if I go up to the CPS, CPPS, what am I going to play? It's probably going to be a low division thing, just because I haven't actually trained, you know, like I haven't yeah. done any drills or anything like that for years. You know, <laughs> um, crack your rust off. <laughs> so. so in yeah. terms of the Woodlands Masters, then what's what's the sort of what's the future of Woodlands Masters then? What's um, uh, what's what's your next move? Well, I think I, I think, the, I think the, the thing I sort of I sort of say to is you know, yeah we want we want it to be sustainable, right? Yeah, we got to, things have got to keep going. Um, they've got to keep going well. There's no point um, sort of flogging a dead horse if you know if people aren't interested in the product you're offering then, yeah. you know, you've got to come up with something better. Um, now, the Woodland Masters, as it is, like I've said, it's, you know, it's just a, it's, I, I believe it's an accessible game, um, you know, to the existing the existing player pool, because, you know, okay. there's a lot of sub-air players, you know, but equally there's a lot of people who own electric guns, you know. Um, certainly is. So, you know, as long as um, people want to play it, then there'll be something there. Um, there is always the, you know, there's always the option to go and do sort of a classic style event um, if we wanted to. Um, but right now it's not, you know, it's not, it's not something that I, I feel we really have to do. And actually the market is really well catered for anyway. So, yeah. you know, you, you don't necessarily want to um, sort of flood the market with too many events. And I mean, even this year, I think the calendar is pretty, pretty chocker. Um you know, like my last event was two weekends ago, and I think I was, I think I was four teams down, right? Um, so we have an, it's an eighteen team cap, um, but I was four teams down, which is 
yeah, you know, it's quite a lot of teams when you consider like we're used mm-hmm. to being at we're used to being at like capacity. Yeah. Um, but then sort of like I'm looking at the calendar, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like all these events going on, it's not you know we didn't do badly. Um, but then yeah. coming, into, coming into September now, um, I think we're at 15 teams. I've got two other teams wanting to put second teams in, um, and I've yes. got like feel, I've got feelers out for other teams as well to come and fill that last spot. So you know, chances are it's going to be a full event anyway. Um, but you, you know, I think as a as an event promoter, you you know anything less than a sellout, you, you don't see that as a success. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you have to, uh, you, you know, you kind of have to be a little less harsh on yourself. Um, but equally, right? Like, is this people trying to tell me something? You know, are people not happy with something? Um, but you know, like we have, me and Twiz have really good relationships with the players. Um, so you know like that like everyone knows if you need to talk to me you send me a message on facebook or whatever and i'll, I'll pick it up as quickly as i can same yeah. with twiz you know um i mean i'm normally a little bit quicker at replying than twizzes but yeah i mean regard regarding the future um so right now we're running two divisions and you play like a straight round robin so you play eight games moving into the future we could take a step back and go back to so what we used to do we'd, we'd have like a 20 team cap and we do um, sort of seeding. So in the morning, you play four games. And in the afternoon, you, you'd have a reseed and you'd play four teams that were more on your level. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, now, obviously, there's, there's more logistics involved with that because you've got to, like, keep a score score sheet yeah, yeah, on a yeah. laptop and then you have to reprint all of the schedules for the afternoon, um, <laughs> which, you know, th- 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 there's... there's it's it's not it's not impossible right because we used to do it but equally it doesn't allow the day like it sort of means that at lunchtime you maybe have like a 20 minute window where you've got to get all this stuff done because you don't want to you you don't want to be on the site past maybe five o'clock the players don't want to be there past five o'clock yeah and um you know the refs don't want to be there past five o'clock because it's especially on sunday (laughs) yeah exactly right and you'll go work the next day um yeah so that i mean there's there's lots of options um to sort of change things up um even at Holmbush at the moment um looking at sort of areas that i can actually build another field um because you know players like that right everyone likes choice um whether yeah. it is a choice of promoter or a choice of a format or uh, you know field you know it's, it's it's good to have sort of things that you can i guess work on um but i mean looking at this field i was sort of like right i'm gonna have to get the old uh strimmer and the, <laughs> and the hedge cutter out just to get rid of some of this stuff leave some of it in but you know you've got you've got to sort of balance out the uh, sort of like the sort of the sneaky crawling areas with the like the proper bunkers or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Do you own Do you own the the playing field at Homebush? Homebush? No, 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 no. no, no. So you what um, you do? Do you rent? So yeah. how does that work? So you just rent it off. So normally, um, I assume normally it's like normal punters playing it, and then you rent the fields off them. Sort of. Um, well, yes. Um, so basically, Homebush is a great site. It's huge. Um, it's got a lot of nostalgia there. Um, the site we run our events at is uh, the original site that used to be like played in like the 90s. Right. Okay. Um, by sort of like old school woodland players. Um, but Homebush has two sites. So the site we use is actually what they primarily use for their airsoft. I and mean, then they've got like a rental paintball site down the bottom. So, right. you know, most of the time we've always run it up the top. Um, because that's where we put all the work in, to like knocking up bunkers, making the fields play, like uh, allowing them to play in a certain way. Yeah, um, that's just where we've made our the, our sort of investment of time and yeah. effort. Um, but yeah, basically we 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 rent the field for the day, um, and then you know like so uh, Ross at Holmbush, he's the guy that sort of owns the 
well he 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 owns the company that leases the land so um <laughs> right. okay you know he, he'll run like really big airsoft days up there every sunday so when we go up there he will he's, he's really cool he'll say right well we'll go and use the bottom site it gives the airsoft guys a change um and then obviously it allows us to be up there running our events yes. okay. so it's yeah it's really it's really good um so we've got a really good setup there that's good so when um obviously i'm uh, myself, Luke, never played the the Masters. So, mm-hmm. is it the same way as you would pay play the CPS? So, you have like a deposit that you put down, then a deposit for that. Then, I assume you would use for rent in the field, upgrading stuff, buying materials, whatever you need for that. Is that how it works? And how much is the deposit if there is? Sorry, how do you mean? Like a deposit that I pay to the site, or no? So, as a team, and then, yeah, right. So, and okay. how does that get distributed then? Yeah, so, so basically, um, at the beginning of the year, I say to teams, right, who's in for the year? Um, they put down £150. It's in a rolling deposit. So if you play event one, you're going to pay 250 Then round two, another 250 Round three, another 250 yeah. Round four is going to be £100 because it takes off your um, original deposit. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, as it's sort of a, as it's a limited company, I, you know, I, I always like to keep money in the bank. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that we're, so that, rather than using players deposit money to then like buy trophies, whatever, whatever. Um, we're actually using our own money rather than risking. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a lot of money at the end of the day, but by us having that buffer in the company account, it means that, you know, we, you know, if somebody, if, if something were down, like we had to you have a fail them, safe or something. Then we have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I mean, and just sort of talking about like sort of stuff to upgrade the site. Um, Holmbush is really, really good. Um, if I need stakes, just give Ross a call, tell him how many, um, and he'll have them there ready for us uh, to improve okay, so the he site. He has a stock for you ready to. Yeah, okay, that's yeah good. exactly. Uh, um, that's good. So, you know, so. you mentioned trophies. Yeah. <laughs> how, so obviously you have a company which you buy the trophies from. Yeah. Do you have. On the trophies, I guess you don't have like the the winner's name, do you? Because you're not going to know who won. <laughs> but so do you have like a big stock? I assume somewhere behind you, maybe of uh, loads of trophies. Is, no, is, no, no, no. Sean's probing here. <laughs> Sean's getting all the nitty gritty information. Oh, it's what people want to know. Yeah, no, no, um, no. Trophies, basically. Um, uh, shout out to Russ at Trophyland. Um, we, I, I say, I, I send Russ a message. Uh, a couple of weeks before an event, I say to him, like, this is this is my budget. Um, this is what I want to say. So it can be like Woodland Masters logo, um, you know, like 2021, round one, August, whatever. First yeah, place, yeah, yeah, I understand. Champions, you know, and then all the way down to like amateur. So, um, yeah, no, he's really good with that. Um, you know, I think what you know we've worked with him for quite a long time now as well um and you know his service is brilliant because he's he, you know i think we've had we've had cases where sort of they've arrived damaged because uh they've the, like you know the shipping companies use the yeah, of course, as a football. Yes. um and then he's uh, straight away he'll be like right don't worry i'll send you ones out now we'll arrange the shipping back after the event because we haven't uh, got time to be we haven't got time to be worrying about that no, the week course. before um because me and twiz also you know we work yeah, yeah proper jobs um this is, <laughs> this, is, this, is this is just the uh, this is just the side hustle right um <laughs> yeah. no, uh, you know so yeah it's, it's it's really good like i mean most uh, you know most of the time the people that we work with are the people we want to work with yeah you know, of course it's um and that's important because you have to get on with uh, the people you're sort of working yeah with. exactly Definitely. 
definitely. Be- before um before we get into the viewers' questions, I have two questions, but I don't think it's been asked. So I just want to go yeah. over. Number one, just I just want to know the stories behind them. Worst injury you've had to deal with there. If you've had a bad injury, no, no, save that one, save that one. Right. Do you have some insider information here? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So the worst injury <laughs> I've. Why, 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 how, why, <laughs> what, what have I stumped on? Yes. <laughs> no. The Gossip. Worst, the worst injury that's ever happened to me at paintball was I snapped my right leg, my tib and my fib. Um, I went into a ditch and my leg, my whole body, went over my shin the whole thing snapped um twiz is in front of me shooting someone um and I, i'm so like clawing at his trousers like twiz look around twiz i broke my leg and he doesn't look at me he's just like now you're fine um <laughs> and i'm like twiz please look and he suddenly sort of looks around and he goes oh my god you broke your leg stop the game you know and he's like flapping around um and that was that was um when was that how was that? long did that take you to recover so I think it was about three to four months. Um, and then the second I was at a plaster, oh, no. I went down to the Holmbush walk-on and I crawled from the safe zone to the fields so that I could play on my hands and knees <laughs> because I hadn't played. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was an interesting time, right? Because I'd, I had um, about a year before I bought an Xbox 360, never played it, used it as a DVD player. <laughs> Um, get, back from, get back from hospital and um, next morning I said, Dad, when you go into town, can you just grab me Call of Duty Ghosts and a Xbox Live membership? Yeah. And I did that for like three to four months while I was off work. Um, nice. And, like uh, but, but yeah, no, that was the worst injury I've ever had. Um, what? I've got one more, one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Being the, uh, what would you call yourself as UK Masters, like the promoter you said? Like you're the, I'd, I'd say, I'd say promoter, the I mean, owner, my... like owner promoters, that sort of, yeah. that sort of thing. Obviously, you know what's going on. Have you ever? What's the? You don't have to name names. It's like, okay. have you had a? Ever had violence there? You ever had like a bad fight or anything? Like no, that? no, I don't think we've ever had a fight. You've had, you had. There's always, there's always sort of harsh words and. Oh yeah, that's painful. Spoken, yeah, of course. I don't think, I don't think anyone's actually ever hit anyone. No. But, but <laughs> well, no, it's, 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 it's not the lawless wasteland that it was in like the 90s or something, right? Um, That's all right then. You know, I mean, I, I firmly believe like like there's just no room for it in paintball, full stop. Um, you You'd know. Be surprised. Well, I'm, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had Matt on the other week and some of the stuff he was saying was interesting. Yeah, but but if you if you go to paintball and you like, you sort of have to draw a line, right? Like, okay, I threatened to hit someone. What's then going to happen? That person's not going to want to play against me, right? Because they just think I'm an ass. So yeah. if you magnify that like, multi- like multiple times, eventually you'll get the team and, and like another team, they won't, they won't train against each other. And then yeah. if you're, you know, if it, it, eventually one team could become the team that no one wants to like play against, train against. Like firm. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know the <laughs> politics of the CPS well enough. But if you, but do you see what I mean? Like, if you, yeah, if I know you, what you mean. You, I understand. You, yeah, you get a bad a, reputation, and everyone's like, "Why would I want to go see them? Why would I want to train with them?" Yeah, exactly right. It's and it's a it's a community game, um, you know. So you've got to, uh, you know, you've got to help. There has to be mutual respect. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's 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 good to hear. There's not been any violence, but it's boring, isn't it? 
<laughs> I'm, uh, Whoa, I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Let's. Uh, oh, Sean. Should we? I got, we got some Get questions, right which I want to know. I want to know some questions. Okay. Let's. Um... Ooh, where are we going to go? Let's go, James. I'll let you start. James from uh, Sobank, right? Oh, he's, he's always got questions. He's got he? uh, two questions. Number one. I said, I'll do it in one. So what's the rarest item that you have? And I'm assuming rare, rare is in... Uh, yeah. Just, Basically, you can't get hold of it unless we yeah, contact you. Yeah. And he also says, which you touched on earlier, how many complete flexes could you build with the bits that you have? Okay. Uh, so the rarest item... Actually, I don't actually... I'll, I'll say what I did own. Okay. yeah that's cool this is so it was um a sandana snake stripe jersey okay, Ooh, okay. i sold it for eighteen hundred dollars um what? so i will never get one of those again but equally at the time i wanted an adrenaline shocker more okay how long ago was this um it was probably a year ago maybe yeah um would it go like, up in price by now those um well i i, I think the sandana items will probably they probably never lose value um but it, it ultimately depends how much someone's willing to pay for a headband because I yeah think of course a lot of a lot of those items like the jerseys will get cut up for a headband to me uh, yeah. and then they'll then they're sold for like 250 500 whatever and then you make more money i, I mean yeah. i don't i don't i haven't really looked at the market um <laughs> but i actually had the matching pants as well and i traded those for gsl so you know <laughs> I, did have, I, I had the full suit at one point i had the full suit um but they're gone now and i, I mean my rarest current item i don't actually know i i couldn't actually say to be to be honest with you um like you know is a gsl rare is a csl rare is it like they were you know they're, they're... csl what's that it was the last um ego that they made before the LV ones. It was like a, um, so it, it was, uh, I think it was like carbon SL Ego 11. Um, oh, okay. the carbon, the gold carbon tips or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I know them. Right. Okay. Oh, they look cool. wicked. Yeah. That is I, cool. I really, I, I think I really rate the Ego 11. Really like that gun. And I was glad that I was able to get one of those. Yeah. Um, that was a good eBay find. Was <laughs> um, <laughs> that a still or not? It was like 300 quid. So, yeah. Um, I oh. think, um, and just going on to that second question, it, it yeah. is James Oaks, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's James Oaks. Flex-wise, I could probably make about 30 sets. sets. Um, Jesus. So, yeah, for about 30. Maybe more. I mean, um, just, uh, no, sorry. That, no, there, that's a load of frames in a really long box that's probably about that long. It's <laughs> like a four-foot box. Yeah, yeah, it's like, probably like 15, 16. That's like... That's like taller than me. Yeah. So everyone, <laughs> so, so everyone knows who's listening. He's just pointed at a box taller than Luke, full of. Was that? Is that just frames? Uh, yeah. Go grab it with it. So he's. he's I'm sorry for everyone who's. Oh my. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so everyone doesn't know he's got like um, was it one of those? It's just like a clip clip boxes 
but a really a really useful box. Yeah, and just you, full of frames. I wish. Do you know how much? Do you know how much my wallet is sweating right now thinking about all those frames? <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're, mean... not all, they're not all rare, right? They're not all rare. No, it's just some. Of, I mean, like you know, some of them are, but some of them aren't, and yeah. Okay. Do you want to go next question, Luke? Okay, so this this one is from Tommy Webb, who obviously plays the Woodlands Masters for the All Stars, is it? No, he actually plays for Blow, but Tommy's a really cool guy. Um, and I had the All Star. I mean, we can talk about the All Star bit, All Star thing in a minute. Um, yeah, but he's a really cool guy. I really respect him. Um, and you know, part of my whole All Stars thing is like, you know, if I think you're think you're a right person, I'll I'll make you one and send you one. So. That's that's why he has one of those jerseys. Ah, he, right. Okay. He actually he actually plays blow in the with the Masters when they sort of you know need to hire a killer in. Um, ah, yeah. right. Okay, I see. Well, he asked, tell them about tribes. Tribes. <laughs> okay, so yeah. this is completely. I I don't know what this is. This is on you. You're gonna have to explain. Yeah, this. sure, sure. Um, so when I was up at the ECPL, um, you know, ten like so it's obviously ten man. And I was, I saw, I was stood there with Tommy. I was saying, like, if you just look around, you know, every every sort of team, yeah, they're all sort of together, you know. But it's more yeah. tribal, you know. Like, you know, Somank have a certain way of doing things. Yeah. Um, the Preds have a certain way of doing things. The, the Tigers have their way of doing things. The Rushers have their way of doing things. And it's just like different tribes sort of competing <laughs> with each other, right? Um, and, I mean, that's that's the sort of the, the short of it. But it's just every, like, you know, every sort of team or organisation, they're just their own, you know, sort of, I don't know, like 12 tribe. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just kind of like it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. kind of a cool thing to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. That's actually quite a cool sort of what's the word? Um I'm not going to make a fool of myself because my English was not the was not the, the strongest suit. So, but it's quite a good. I, I quite like the way that you you put that. That's because every, everyone does have their own little clique, don't they? Yeah, you see for it. Sure. You see it at the CPPS as well. Like everyone is in amongst themselves. You see them all around the mound, and they all be sat amongst themselves, and they they do all have their weird clicks. <laughs> Even we have our own weird clicks. It's it's quite cool. I quite like that. <laughs> That is good. We got a. Uh, it's not a question for Max. It's it's he's digging at the podcast. He says, uh, "How does it feel to be the first decent guest?" <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll skip that one. Did he, did he did he did he put that question on the right um, post for you guys? Because I'm not sure I'm a decent guest yet. <laughs> oh, you're a good guest. I think if you're anything, way better than him anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think if anything, it's um it's not enough saying decent. All right. So we won't talk about him anymore. We've got uh, wow. one, okay. two, three, four questions from Ants. Oh, you mentioned him. Oh, oh Mr. Perry. <laughs> you mentioned right. him. I've, he, it's hard because he's put four questions in. I can't not say his name. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with... Uh, we'll do, I'll tell you what, we'll go quick far around on these ones. How many pots is too many pots for one game? Or is there no no... It depends. It depends on the field. It depends on the player. You know, like I mean, so you know, in like say ten man or just games where I want to shoot a lot of paint and I'm going to carry as much as my gun will shoot. Yeah. But you know, this year 
because I've not been playing, so I've not been playing for ECI in the Woodland Masters. I've had my All-Stars team playing. Um, and I've sort of said to myself, right, James, you're responsible for the paint bill. Y- you know, you've kind of got to control yourself a little bit more. Like, that, Dave's, <laughs> Dave's, wall- Dave, Dave's wallet is not going to pick this up. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's been a little bit different, but like, we can maybe swing back to that one a little bit later um, because I've literally, for Woodland Masters, I've been carrying like maybe five or six a okay. game, um, which is a reasonable amount. I, yeah, I, you yeah. know, um, yeah. All right. What's it like working with Twiz? He's he's been such a big name for so long. Do you still get starstruck? <laughs> um, I don't think. I, I mean, I so I met I met Twiz uh, probably about twenty eleven um, when I was playing for Relentless. Uh, he was coaching the Tigers, um, but it's funny because he was in he, he lives in Crawley, so um, he was maybe thirty minutes up the road from me. But our paths our paths had never really crossed. Um, and I didn't really know who he was, to be fair, until, you know, sort of like, oh, he's that two-time World Cup winner. Like, you know, until that sort of <laughs> came out. Um, but, you know, Twiz is uh, always, you know, he's, he's, the, he's, he, he's always thinking from the player perspective. Um, and that's why I sort of, you know, I always sort of make a joke, you know, he's, our, he's the head of customer services at the Woodland Masters. You know, that's, you know, he'll always say to me, James, have we thought about this? And I'd be like, well, no, I haven't, because I'm trying to keep just keep things pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wait a minute, have we have we thought about how this is going to affect X, Y, and Z, or would bringing something new here help? You know, whatever. Like, would it like like would the players enjoy this? Um, you know, like you know, and he's got a lot of experience, right? Um, I think one thing I actually say, like he brought up, and this was just before COVID hit. Um, he said he'd been out to France. Um, and in the morning they had like these pastries and um, sort of like fruit basket and everything sort of like you could just you know like like up at the tea urn you know where you could just get pizza yeah. fruit or a pastry yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. and he said James I, I think we should do this you know it's a great idea you know like you know you go get, you go get your cup of tea and there's a bit of fruit or you know just something to you know be a bit more just you know just thinking more from that player perspective that's a nice thing to have like yeah, you know, and, 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 and he saw it in France and yeah I was, and I was really up for it um, but I would never have thought of that, to be quite honest with you, because yeah, to yeah. me it's just to me it's just another like arm of logistics um, that someone yeah, has to sort okay. out when you're trying to when you're trying to like organise the refs and um, organise the field and this that and the other. But you know that's just touching on something that's really important in sort of well in any aspect of life. It's just to have those differing opinions because although you might conflict sometimes and like don't get me wrong me and twiz do conflict on things you know maybe not so much these days but in the past we have yeah um and sort of i guess you know now now it's just these these different opinions actually add them together they they actually make for really good sort of ideas so yeah i mean it's great working with twiz (laughs) (laughs) do you want to uh do you want to ask the next one luke uh Okay, so again, it's Ant is actually bigging you up in this one. He just put this guy is basically paintball Jesus. <laughs> no one's gonna see. No one's gonna no, see the expression. It's the worst made. bit. The expression. Oh. <laughs> that one. Oh, I wish I screenshot yeah. that one. <laughs> um, and then he asked, "What would you like to be able to do?" But there isn't the market funding for a UK paintball. 
is he sort of talking about format or is he talking like um, is it just is it just an open thing i mean yeah just i guess just it's just an open thing. related what would you like to I, do? yeah what would i like to do what um, what do you think uk paintball is missing i think at the moment that you you could think that you could I mean, this is this is this question is primarily to do with how do you grow paintball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't think there's any one single solution here, um, because, and you know, this is actually on my notes to talk about. Um, to grow paintball, you need to do a lot of small things, because it's the small things when they add up. It's the they make know, a bigger the, picture. The, the sum total of the parts is, well, the sum total is greater than the worth of the parts. Yeah. Um, you know, like I think, you know, like I'd, I'd like to just say like more more painful sites, but it's not going to happen because there isn't the market there necessarily. Um, yeah. Like if you come down to Kent, there's very few sites here. Um, there's even less. I don't even think there's one that does a walk on, right? Um, but e- but equally, having another site next door to me is not going to make things better. Um, I, I, d- I honestly don't think there's one thing that you know, it's gonna. It's it's one of those questions, isn't it? That there's there's so many ideas floating about, but it's putting it into practicality. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess maybe we'll just segue from this onto. I mean, I, it comes. I guess it can come back to the All Stars thing, right? Um, yeah. So basically, this year, or I think it was maybe during 2020, um, I met this lad called Cameron. Um, I think his mum wanted to get you know playing better paintball than what was on offer at a rental day so i said right bring me down to campaign uh bring that to a walk on we'll you know we'll, we'll see how he enjoys it so sort of before that i'm going through my pod bags full of old kit and stuff that i can literally give someone to help them out um and you know was, i think it was maybe like a jersey a pack um headband you know this that, and the other i also had a um an old pmr which I had bought just to take the ASA off of it for me, for one of my <laughs> guns. Um, and then I put like another ASA on it. And then I met, met this kid, um, said, right, here you go, mate, you have this. Um, oh, I think there's a Halo B loader in there as well. You guys probably won't know what that is. Um, <laughs> I, think I, I think I've seen them. I don't remember um, them. Well, basically, right, once upon a time, they were the, the, they were the pinnacle of... He's um, gonna fall out now. They were, yeah, he's yeah, got I've, one. Of course I've, he I've, has. They, they were the, they were the, um, these were the pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, of, um, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. Technology, right? Um, but now you know you can't really sell them for anything because everybody yeah. wants a rotor because they're bomb proof. Whereas these things were quite uh, temperamental compared to like the te- the, te- the uh, loader technology of today. Um, but yeah, you know, if you give one of those to like some kid who you know wants a consistent feed for his gun, that's going to make the world a difference. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I met him down at campaign and, you know, he really, you know, he would like obviously looks at the Woodland Master stuff, um, all the videos we'd pumped out, um, all the pictures, and he was really interested. Um, so I kept talking to him. And I said, to him, yeah, yeah, do you want to play the Woodland Masters? Um, he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, great. Well, I can't, like, because I now feel responsible, I can't now drop you into any team, right? Because yeah. you may not get the the coaching or the you know just yeah. the day the, the day that you need yeah. to sort of stick with it, um, and obviously ties to ECI, but he's not going to play in the pro division because that's absolutely brutal. Um, so what I said was like, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to speak to people I know who aren't playing the Woodland Masters and say, would you like to come and play on this team? 
you know it's like every event it's going to be completely different um you know every you know i don't i haven't had the same roster every event um that's cool but what i said to the i said you know i sort of set the ground rules like you know for playing this there's to be absolutely sort of like no messing around no cheating no gray area you hit you hit you just don't mess around um yeah and so i said like you know so i went and um designed a paintball jersey um you've probably seen it um and then i said right does anybody want a jersey you don't have to have one um i will get uh, and i did I, I got versions with no names on them made um and i said anyone else who actually wants a name jersey you can have one as well so a few people had name jerseys um which is kind of nice as well for um cameron because you know then he sort of feels part of the team yeah um, and that's a really good first experience in paintball great um and then everybody else sort of wanted the jersey because it looked really cool um, I, was, I was just about to say those jerseys are fire <laughs> not gonna lie they are wicked so well done on the design for that one yeah uh i mean and this is um to me you know like one of the best aspects of paintball is the things it teaches you right so yeah. you know you learn all this stuff on the field you know you learn like a, a competitive game competitive play but it's the stuff that you learn from other people around you or because of the situation you're in so for woodland masters i had to learn graphic design right using like adobe illustrator so i could like make headbands make posters make jerseys uh barrel socks all these different things um which you know paintball i would never have learned to do if i wasn't yeah. in paintball so you know i was yeah i've made i've basically made these really cool jerseys and um yeah that's it really um i'll make it up if i continue this this sort of initiative thing that i'm doing in 2022 then i'll probably make another design um but again this is this maybe comes back to the small steps adding up how you grow something because yeah. all those people who play on or you know who who attend the event and you know on this team that i've made you probably wouldn't have played or had the chance to play because there's not somebody there to bring them together um yeah definitely you know like i mean some of them did play in previous years but then the team wasn't playing this year because they were doing other things um and then you know like some people just like teams drop out of other things and then someone wants to play just wants to play something so you know this is just one of those sort of small things that you know yeah it, probably cost me money right <laughs> like <laughs> um I, I know for the first two events i just bought boxes of 30 pots from gi and just just so that we had team pots right um but it's good because um i sort of feel like i've done something there which you know is is positive yeah um from for you know multiple reasons um and yeah that's kind of yeah that's, that's it really um so I've sort of segued there. Um, but we can sort of hook back to the questions if you want. Well, there's there's only really two. One, really. Yeah, one. <laughs> um, I don't or know who this bad. is because it, it seems like it's a new Instagram. Oh. So oh. <laughs> I'm just... It, it just, looks dodgy. It's just no pictures, no nothing. But the question is, views on Versed the paint brand first um, it, it's a paint brand right like Literally, that's that's the profile by the way <laughs> no pictures yeah no nothing. i mean i mean i don't I, I don't really have an opinion per se i mean you know all like you can't have like okay all paint 
Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's GI, you know, Prochar versus Vulcan, HK, whatever, right? At some point, you know, you're, you, one, one particular batch is going to be better than another batch, right? Um, yeah. You know, the Woodland Masters, obviously, GI do supply paint, so I'm, I'm very sure this is probably linked to that. Um, but at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, a, a paint is just, it's just a, it's just a paint, you know, you can't, you can't ever say, you know, ball X is always the best ball because, yeah, yeah. It, because, you know, at some point, you know, it, it doesn't matter whether it's sat in a warehouse, sat in your van, sat in a car, you know, sat on site, you know, it, it could go bad. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've shot versed, it's been fine. I, I mean, I, majority of paints I've shot have been fine. Right um you know i mean <laughs> a lot of the time i'll just settle for it coming out of the gun yeah i'm happy with that um but yeah that's, that's it really you know i mean I'll, I'll plug gi because they've supported our event for years now um that's, you know i mean that's, that helps so that's that's what we shoot so <laughs> yeah there you go right um <laughs> but it, it's you know it's just you know they, they've been the ones to step up and say you know what do you need from us no, um, that's good. You know that, no, that's, that's really important for a sort of a, from a promoter's point of view, anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, we are uh, my favorite part of the show <laughs> now. <laughs> so, I don't know whether you listen. Did you listen to Craig's podcast that we did with him? If not, we have a new I, segment. I, right. Okay. I remember, the, the I remember. I remember the snail one, and I'll just let you that's know. That's gone. I would have taken the money. Right. <laughs> I'd have taken the money. Right. I don't talk about that. It brings back bad memories. Okay. So we have a new one. It's okay. uh it, it's a bit of a it, it involves the guests a bit more because it's a leaderboard, right? So I'm gonna ask you oh, 10 okay. true or false oh, questions. Dear. Right. So just so you know, Craig is first because he's the only one that's done it. So you either <laughs> come first or you come last on this one. I'm sorry, it's how it's gonna be. All right. I mean, I, I can sell that, but can I just ask, you know, I mean, I, I know, it, I know it's just general knowledge, right? It's or, random. you know, or random knowledge, right? Yep. You know, if it was about paintball products. Nope, nothing about from, that. From where I'm just saying, if it was from 07 to now, I could probably nail it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not, all right? Uh, oh, well. That completely random. The first okay. one's about ostriches. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So, is this right? Here we go. Right, right. Let's lower the tone a bit. Is this question true or false? When ostriches feel threatened, they bury their heads in sand. True or false? When they feel threatened, I know they do it, but do they do it when they feel threatened? True or false? True. True. Let's see. Oh. He's got it wrong straight away. Oh, there you go. I was, I'm just like, it's so obscure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 50 50, isn't it? I mean, you just got I, kind I, of, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm probably going to be like bottom of the leaderboard. We'll see. We'll see. After like 20 of 20 more of these go out. So. <laughs> Is the Pacific Ocean the largest ocean in the world? True or false? Oh. Well, no, sorry. The no, I need to 
No, sorry, I read Rephrase that completely it. wrong. I read that wrong. That's not true or false. Okay. So, the Pacific is the largest ocean in the world. True or false? Oh, I'm trying to think which side is which. Um, I think I know, but I'm, I'm not. Gonna, gonna... I'm gonna. I'm gonna say true. Correct. Hi, right, there we go. Right. <laughs> oh, I would have got that wrong. I thought it was the Atlantic was the biggest body of water. <laughs> so so he's enough. got one right. So, <laughs> Niagara Falls is the biggest waterfall in the world. True or false? True. It's false. Shit. <laughs> oh, so oh much for so being PG thirteen. Sorry, guys. That's right. <laughs> Does it tell you what the correct answer is? Yeah. Right. For, oh, oh, what the largest waterfall? Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. okay. So. <laughs> this, this, this Did... one, this one's a bit easy. All right. Will you say that? So. <laughs> England, Scotland, and Wales are the countries that make the United Kingdom. True or false? False. Oh, for God, for Adam. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, obviously, Northern Ireland. Right, so that's two. Two for two. You're, you're right there, Luke. You two for two. That one out? You know, sorry. I was, no, just, I I like was you double checking. Like, was that really <laughs> I was double checking. I was making sure. So two for two. Port of Spain is the capital of Trinidad and Tobago. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> True or false? This, this is a hard question, I have to admit. He's, 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 True? He's... <laughs> Correct. Hey. So what's that? How many is that? That's three, that's, that's three, three. for two. Three, three for two, yeah. So, oh, I like this one. Oh, God. If you cry while in outer space, the tears will not move from your face. True or false? Oh, that's an interesting one, you know. Is is the person standing still or moving? That, that's not that's not in the question. <laughs> oh! So we're, we're assuming that he's standing still. Will they move? No, they're just like, you know, like... No, 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 sorry. sorry. Head will the tears move? True or oh, false? That's what you're asking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tears will not move from your face. True or false? I'm going to say false. It's true. Oh. Is, it, <laughs> is that because they're saying it's balling up on your eye? Or because because if, it, if it's balling up on your eye, it's getting bigger, so it is technically moving, right? Oh, look, he's trying oh, oh, he's poking holes now. He's trying it. Look, he's poking I'm, holes. I'm not going to get mad because I didn't make these. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, this is a big word. You better get it right. PhD stands for Doctor of Philosophy. Philosophy. I don't know what that word is. What? Philosophy. 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 Yes. <laughs> Thank you. P H yeah. D stands for Doctor of Philosophy. Yeah. True or false? I'm going to say false because they don't even match up. It's true, apparently. What? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I know. I thought that as well. I thought that's weird. Yeah. So that's so. How many is he on? Is he on three still? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've blown this. I've completely blown Jeez, this. I'm just saying there's no way of catching up. No, I mean... But then then again, do we say that Craig had an easier one? Look, it's just the way it's just the way it falls. It's just the way the questions come yeah, out. It's right? made of cookie crumbles. I'm not I'm not, you know. <laughs> oh, oh this is such a hard one as well. <laughs> oh, so can we not have an easier so one bad. now? Right. This I'm sorry, this is a bad question. This is a hard one, okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you not go on to another no. one? No, because then it's nine out of ten questions, then isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, okay, yeah. It's just the way the cook crumbles. Look, some people are going to get harder ones than this. I doubt it. Don't worry, hard. James. I'm on your side. I'm on your side, mate. <laughs> so, the, the Han River passes through Paris. True or false? The Han River? Yeah. H-A-N. River. Everyone knows how to spell river. Yeah, that's an impossible <laughs> yeah. question. This is a 50-50 right now. Is that yeah, true or false? Fine, true. Right, you, you guess 50-50 wrong. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one, this one, this one, I feel like it could be worked out. Texas is the biggest state in the um, in America in square miles. True or false? Well, I'm going to tell you now, I couldn't even work it out. Um... <laughs> no, I just get, because like, you look at math, it's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, I want to... Su- biggest state in America. I feel like I'm going to try, try true. I don't yeah, actually I feel know. Like, yeah, I feel like... No. No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Oh, no. Clearly, my general knowledge is absolutely horrible. <laughs> I think my general knowledge is really bad after some of these questions. Oh, my last question has gone. Yeah. Okay, so. George Washington was the fourth president of the United States. These questions are solid. I'm so sorry. These are... these are. Well, um... I've, I've kept going true. Yeah. yeah. Shall I go true with this one? Because, uh... you know... <laughs> one of them is going to be true. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it, otherwise, it's like doing a, you know, a multiple choice question and you just go... Yeah, you're going to get some right. All right, let's go true, see what happens. Yeah, so you've got three out of ten. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a tough, that's a tough loss. That that's was a, a hard, that was. I'm gonna, hard one. Man. I'm gonna put right. So I've got a little uh got my notes. Uh all the scores. I say all the scores, there's only been two. Two scores. So you got <laughs> three out of ten. I'm gonna put in brackets very hard questions i've i've literally just put that on my notes very tough so if they go haha i beat james i'll go your (laughs) questions compared to his well you know right it just opens the door for you guys to have me back right to talk about you know we can talk about kit for an hour yeah right you know something like that right and then you can do another 10 easy oh i like his thinking yeah i like it so you want a bit of redemption in the future that's what we want well i mean (laughs) i'd like to see what the next end of podcast game is because i don't really think this one's very fair you know all right all right all right right. look 
I will I will admit that was extremely hard. And I use an app, so it tells me I don't know I don't know the answer until you tell me what to put. Then I press true whatever you said, then it yeah, gives me a score. Yeah. Right. So, so, so Sean sure makes it look like he's he knows what he's talking about, but really he doesn't. No, no, I can't say half the words over. <laughs> <laughs> but we have reached the end of the podcast, James. And before you do go. I want uh, this is your moment to plug yourself, anyone, anything, any in anything. Plug yeah. away. Okay, so I think you know, and you guys are gonna hate this. Well, I'm gonna plug Aunt Perry, mate. Oh no, we don't hate him. Nah, we, we, don't we love that guy. Um, we love. Nah, we do love him. He's, you know, I think, um, you know, he took a bit of a time out from painful for a bit, and he's sort of come back um obviously doing like a lot more stuff air stuff and you know then bringing like his photography skills yep. out as well um like obviously he does the stuff at woodland he's done the stuff at woodland masters this year um i think he did um was it the ladies cup ladies event on the weekend yep, just he gone was up there um so that's that's really cool right like like a lot of these events you know and i, I guess this is a, this is now back to uk woodland masters thing you know events are sold with you know, showing the atmosphere, showing the experience, telling the story of what happened. Um, and obviously, I think without photography, you can't really do that. It's just words on a page, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, words on a page are important, but um, images sort of help that as well. Um, but I think, you know, and, and, you know, it gives a lot of time to it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's appreciated. Um, appreciated a lot. Yeah. Anyone else okay. you want to plug? I mean, I, I could, I could, I could, plug plug I could, for what, right? Like Instagram, where like, are people finding you? Come oh, on. right. Okay. Um, well, obviously the UK Woodland Masters page on Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you actually want to look at my really boring Instagram, it's j.m.09. Um, <laughs> I think you, you even have to request to follow me. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not open. but there's not really a great deal in there right because my, my instagram game is really weak um but you know it's i think i'm 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 probably more um animated to get people looking at just what woodland paintball is what the woodland masters do um and really just looking at paintball in general um you know so yeah, I mean, I, I, Before, I, could, I could plug all my sponsors, all, all my sponsors. I don't really have any sponsors, but the Woodland Masters, you know, all the people that we work with, you know, so like Pan Eclipse, Virtue, GI, yeah, uh, Lansdale Soft Drinks, um, obviously Holmbush, um, you know, they're all great, and you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they've probably got a larger profile than the Woodland Masters anyway. So, <laughs> well, before we go, I just want to say that I haven't played the Woodland Masters yet. But from what I've seen and from what I've heard, you guys are doing a tremendous job over there. Um, so keep going. Um, I Hopefully I can maybe come to one event soon. I would yeah. love to come and try it out. Um, it's a different side of paintball, but obviously you're bringing in newer players. You're bringing in um, some older faces and just keep going, man. Yeah, just want to say, just doing an, an amazing job. Well, I'll tell you what, Luke, if you want to come down and play, let me just drop me a message. You can play on my All-Stars roster. You know, like, it, it's not, you know, it's not supposed to be like the who's who of UK Woods Ball or whatever, you know, playing. In it. It's just 
it, it just sort of made sense, you know, to put that sort of name on it. Just you know, and just anyone Definitely. can sort of come, anyone can come down, play, have fun, maybe even walk away with a jersey, right? Definitely, definitely. I'm going to take you up on that invitation because <laughs> I want one of those jerseys. <laughs> All right, before no. Luke spends too much money, and I know he's going to, let's, let's end yeah, it. Yeah, my wallet's already Luke. sweating. Yeah, your wallet's, your wallet's sweating, Luke, and I can hear it crying in the background, right? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, James, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you on. And it's, yeah, it's been really nice knowing the ins and outs of the Woodlands and your history and how you got to where you are. All right? Oh, awesome. Cheers for having me on, guys. Take it Lovely, easy. thank you. We will see you later on. That's it.